episode 40 this is the danden and rj machismo podcast uh this is danden uh rj machismo will not be here tonight um, but he did say what's up to the homie so tonight we got the returning guests from you know our past episodes we got the homie wole from 1340 a.m fox sports radio from uh is it hopewell virginia Oh boy. Oh, well, Virginia. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. How you doing today? I'm good, man. You know, but also, most importantly, the urban sports. We got to rep that. We got to rep the background. Urban you know sports, what I'm saying? Urban sports. Urban sports team. saying you got to yeah. rep that. But yeah, all jokes aside, yeah, everything's good, man. You know, uh, still doing that. Start still doing it. Still producing a, with Fox. We produce a Watch the Football Team podcast. So um, we're still doing that called All Burgundy and Gold Everything with the urban sports thing. So we're still doing that. Um, so we still hustling, we're still grinding, we're still doing the thing. There you go. Shout out to the mm-hmm. shout out to the homie Ray, you know. Yeah, Ray, yeah, him. yeah. Group the, the in, in terms of the Washington football team podcast, uh, the other host, I'm a co-host. We all are, you know, all main hosts. That's how I, that's how mm-hmm. I, that's how I rep it. Um, but you know, you got myself, Ole, you got Ray and Mo, who the oh. young boy of the group, you know what I'm saying? The young boy. Um, so in terms of the urban sports team podcast, which you know airs live on Tuesday nights. Uh, from eight to usually nine, but last week, yesterday, we did one from eight to 10, but uh, it's usually Ray, myself, and the homie Will T. So, uh, but yeah, we, and we talk about DMV sports, um, Washington football team, Washington Wizards, Washington Capitals, Washington Nationals, um, every Washington, most Washington, Washington teams. We do, and we do national stuff too as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got, like I said, like, um, again, first time we met, we went like, like last year, mm-hmm. just through social media. And then, you know, we followed, you know, yeah. all each other. And then, you know, I had you on and then I, you know, um, you had me, I, I went and on to your yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 you know, the Washington, the Washington football team podcast. Washington, yeah. Washington yeah, it was football great. It was dope. It was great. It was a good show, man. Yeah. Enjoy and my it. bad, my bad about the reception, man. I, oh, I, no, no, we I loved it. We, we always have fun with the man because we know you're in the West Coast. We was like, you sound like GTA 4. Nah, man, we were like, man, it was, it was crazy because Noah was so funny because, like, again, we know you in the West Coast, right? So it's like, we're like, oh man, we got Crips and Bloods out there messing with man. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's dope. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I can hear I can hear the joke. Are you are you uh, are you are you like next to CJ from uh, GTA? Like, no man, no GTA, no, <laughs> CJ, no CJ today. Oh man, it was cool, man. It was all yeah. it was all gravy, man. You know, we we enjoyed it, man. It was a yeah. great show. Yeah, definitely, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so the reason why I wanted to bring you uh, out here tonight, uh, Wale, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said, your expertise in the DMV sports. Mm-hmm. primarily with the Washington football team. So that's why we know we're doing our Washington football team season preview. So, mm-hmm. you know, just going to just fire a couple of questions on you. So um, first question, uh, the Washington football team, you know, as mm-hmm. we all know, they won the N- NFC division by beating yeah. the teams that they needed. You know, they was considered a weak division with the Giants, Cowboys and Eagles, yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. And, you know, they got that notable win against the undefeated, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers that year. Yeah. Um, so how much of an impact did um, has Ron Rivera made on the team by changing the culture? A big, a big impact. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to downplay the season last year, seven nine winning division, but um, a lot of things happened within the course of that season for them to even be seven for them to get to be seven nine. Um, you know, question the question would be if Alex Smith started the whole year, would they be seven nine? Um, you know, they had to go with Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback, you know what I mean? So they had, you know, they were behind the eight ball, but uh, they still, they finished the season strong. Uh, like you mentioned, they beat, they beat the Steelers, the Steelers, which was a big win for the team. 
Um, then they, you know, and even in the playoff game, they competed against the, the, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they didn't get blown out. They competed against that team. So I think Ron Verrier has done a great job changing his culture. You know, people believe the players play for him. Um, you can all, you know, we've always talked about um, fans in general have talked about how they've um, wanted this defense to play at a high level. And we saw last season they played at a high level and it just looks like they're getting better. And they just bring this added, you know, this, this regime has brought it, has brought an added sense of toughness, an added belief of toughness. And I'm excited. And you're bringing in what's cool. The cool thing about it is injecting young talent. And you see it. And, and you know, these guys are playing hard. I love that they're embracing competition. That's very important. Uh, if you remember, if you ever, folks may not have grown up in the Joe Gibbs era, one up, hit the first session of the Joe Gibbs era. But if you understand what Coach Gibbs was about, it was about competition, and that just made the product better. And Ron Rivera believes in the same thing. So, if you can point out like one trait that he has brought to the team, what what would that trait be, and how would you how would you describe it? A competition. Uh, I just feel like it's toughness and competition. Uh, we've seen in you know within the Gruden regime um, how certain positions have just been given to people. Um, and forget the money just because of whatever, they, what they were last year, draft picks or whatnot. But here with Coach Rivera, the people get an opportunity to show out. You know what I mean? If you show, if you can show trust, if you can show that this coach, if you can show this coaching staff that you're, you're ready to take it to the next level and play or play well, they will put you out there and, and they will trust you. Now, if you show them else, if you show them something else, then they'll give you a reason not to be on this ball. They'll put, they will not put you on this ball club. So for me, I think it's, it's the fairness of it. Um, if you play, if you play, if you play well and show out, um, you get an opportunity to make this ball club and, and have a big, t- a, a, a big spot on this roster. Um, you can see the kid, um, um, Jared Patterson, who's local, who's from this area, uh, played high school ball with Chase Young. He's played a couple of preseason games, training camp. All you heard about how well he was, how great he was in training camp. And he showed you, he has shown you this in preseason. And now there's talk about how, you know, how he's going to be an impact player within this offense. And I, I would like, I like to say that if, if those, those other running backs ahead of him um, that are going to make the team, if they do, if they ever, if they get hurt, they better stay, first of all, they better stay healthy because if they get hurt, that kid's gonna take their spot because he and I was he is the most natural running back on their roster. And I'm gonna say this again: forget the look, forget the the build, because when you look at Gibson, he's bigger, you know, and he's the higher higher draft pick. And it's not a knock on Gibson, you know, because Gibson potentially could be that could could definitely be the dude, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully he will be the dude. But I'm just saying that we're looking at an instinctive running back. And I'm sorry, an instinctive running back. He is the best dude in that running back room. Yeah, because a lot of people forget that, you know, Antonio Gibson is not a, a natural running back. He yeah. was a wide receiver turned into a running back. So, you know, you know, considering he was in, you know, in his collegiate division where, you know, he dominated in yards and, you know, yards mm-hmm. after cash, you have, you know, mm-hmm. after contact, um, you know, and this, is, this wasn't his natural position. So that's yeah. why he was considered a hybrid. Um, and you know, like you know, we can touch in a little bit with uh, with Patterson. Uh, I've I've heard comparisons of MJD, you know, Maurice Jones, Drew, the Pinball Hercules, and mm. Darren Sproles. I can see uh, Darren Sproles. I see, I see a lot of Darren Sproles. I do think that he could be um, 
like MJ, MJG a little, a little bit. I mean, I think he can be. I think within time, he can get a little, because he'll get bigger because he's still young. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when you're in a league, you're going to put on more muscle, just like any sport. When you yeah, look at your rookie year compared to what you are in year three, yeah. you know what I mean? So he could be definitely be as big as MJ, uh, MJG because MJG got big, but um, MJ, MJD, excuse me, MJD uh, got big. But um, I'm with you, though. Um, I say, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about my group, uh, A-Ball, a MJG. Um, um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm with you. I, I do think there is comparison um, definitely to those individuals. But um, he, he a different dude, man. Different yeah. dude, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, touching back to uh, Ron Rivera, and you know, you yeah. did say that competition is one of the biggest traits, um, and toughness, and toughness, too. toughness. Like, you've mm-hmm. seen how deep this roster is. I mean, I know they're, they're still going through the cut down day, mm-hmm. you know, to the full 53, uh, by next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, like, the noticeable, the notable, like, wide receiver that we cut. Um, uh, we we cut, um, Steven Sims last week, Kevin right? Harmon, Kevin Harmon Harman before that. And then, you know, those were like notable picks, you know, yeah. that, and, um, you know, I'm sorry, um, Simmons, Sims was undrafted. Yeah, but he but had high play well. Yeah, he played well um, other than last year. You're right. No, no, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Ron Rivera, you know, I think he, they gave him, they gave them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, from now until, you know, I guess the start of the season, he gave him the opportunity to get, you know, have them land to a team rather than just being selfish, you know, I'm just going to cut you and then not yeah. give you the opportunity. So I think, you know, he is a people's coach, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he's very old school in his ways. Um, and, you know, like I said, like we, I see a lot of, a lot of trades of Joe Gibbs, uh, very old school in his, you know, in his ways, the way, the way he thinks about things. And, you know, it, he's also, he wants to win. You know, he said he's impatient when, you know, at his press conference, like I don't have that much time to, you know, rebuild. You know, yeah. and you know how well, big of a mess it was when he came in. Yeah, I mean, but see, the thing about it is last, like, I think he was, he was playing rebuild mode last year. It's just things kind of happen a certain way. So now you got to think differently now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because now you're closer than what you thought. Um, you want, regardless of making the playoffs or whatever, your first year on a team, on a roster that folks probably didn't think you're going to make be seven to nine, to be honest with you. You went seven to nine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you kind of excelled. You probably kind of excelled in the rebuild, the remote, the re, uh, rebuild mode, uh, rebuild, the remote, the rebuild mode anyway, right? Yep. So now it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to aim for improvement, especially when you know you get another year with Chase Young and Montez Sweat looks like he's improving. He's getting better every year. Um, it's just you. You look at the Alabama, the Alabama boys and Payne Allen. Um, you got Iron Ice coming back. Um, Tim Settle continues to improve. So it's just, and then defensively, you drafted Jamin Davis, so you can, and you bring him more speed, and another year, year under Jack Del Rio. So yeah, he's the re, the rebuild mode is is definitely over in this in this aspect of you're rebuilding, you're rebuilding now to a powerhouse. Now you're trying to create a powerhouse rather than just now we're just trying to be respectable. Now we're trying to be a powerhouse. So he's he's definitely on the right path. I mean, to your point, you mentioned it like just the the influx of talent they're bringing into the building and you know cutting players regardless of how you feel if the play if the players were great or whatever but if they're under a different regime they'll play those players probably make this roster yep. um but they don't with this coach so it's just you know the record how he recognize how he's recognizing talent how he's awarding rewarding the individuals who have kind of worked hard is which is which is double about Ron Rivera. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're thankful that we have a, 
you know, coach of the year, went to the Super Bowl, cancer survivor, mm-hmm. you know, the list goes on. So we're just, I'm just happy he's on, he's on board with our team. You should, man. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next question for you, Wale. Um, so with Alex Smith gone and retired, in comes, uh, Alex, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So he's a journeyman, you know, in his oh, 19th year in the, in the NFL. Something like that. Something like um, that. I can't. Yeah, yeah. he's been so many teams. He's so, been he's been he's been league for a minute. Journeyman, a true yeah. like journeyman. So how he how will he fare out this year, and how and would you think that he'll start and finish the season as a starting quarterback? I do. I mean, I know, I know people are kind of like into this whole. Oh, uh, we got they Ryan Fitzpatrick. The narrative of oh he's he's not going to be capable. Um, the issue that people have, and I'm going to keep saying this. I said this on, on our show. Our, our watch the football team show uh, our tape our recording of it uh, which which is which has been posted um, via YouTube but it's people are looking at him from like year one to year six right or whatever but let's be fair within the last three years he's been good Ryan Fitzpatrick and you know we're gonna be fair to him right are we are we are we looking at tendencies are we looking at trends? So in three seasons, he's been this guy, right? And it's been better than what they had last year in Alex Smith. So now you got you kind of just got to put two and two together and just say, okay, well, if they're gonna get that Fitzpatrick, and they should get this this Fitzpatrick unless some unless something happens with like the play calling, they should get this Fitzpatrick, and then they should be a better football team. So I think that with Fitzpatrick, uh, Terry McLaurin will be a better a better football player. Um, Deami Brown will be more, will be an impact rookie. Um, a lot of players that weren't getting the opportunity for 50, 50, 50, 50 balls will be getting that, getting those opportunities. Now, well, he, the, the flip side of that is that he does turn the football over. And then, you know, when you are, your identity is your defense, you don't want to put your defense in a jacked up situation. Right. But my, my thing to that is that if you, if you look at even, um, Taylor Heineke, right. The backup. And even Josh Josh Allen, these these are dudes who are who will turn the football over as well. They're not safe dudes. Like Josh Allen, if you watch him in Carolina, turn the football over a lot. I mean, while he's Kyle in Carolina, right? Kyle, Kyle Allen, Allen. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kyle Allen, thank you, my man. Kyle Allen turned the football over a lot in Carolina. And even when he was here, even when he was starting a little bit, he was turning the football over a little bit. Um, Heineke likes to take they take chances. I, I like him because he's just he a killer. I like killer mentality. So I like Heineke. He's not, it's not a knock on on Taylor Heineke. I like him. But when people use that argument about turnovers, I'm like, the other dudes turn the football over too. So let's not act like nobody's Alex Smith in terms of like being super ultra safe with the football, right? Um, but in terms of making explosive plays, you got a guy in, in um, Ryan Fitzpatrick who's going to do it. So I think he's going to play, barring injury, <clears throat> he's going to play all 16 games. And I think that's what that's what Washington football team fans should want. Because if he does that, again, because of his trend, this team could be a real scary team. Very scary. Absolutely. I mean, I think we all nitpick preseason, right? Because that's the only thing that we can watch. Yeah. People nitpick. Oh, he he overthrew Adam Humphreys. Those, or, yeah, the only, yeah that game he had. A, it wasn't he. He over. He did. It's a fact. He did. He, did. he overthrew those. I mean, what, what you know? There's we're not gonna have a, a perfect like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers type but, of game, you know? Yeah. But what was those same people at when he was playing? When he balled out in the first game, when he was just hitting everybody? What yeah. was those same people at? You know what I mean? Like. My, my issue with this fan base is that, you know, keep you know, keep that same energy. Yep, yep. Like, keep that same energy. The same folks that are, were, oh, my God, 
Those two passes he missed, he, he, he missed. He was open for a touchdown. This is going to be a problem. Where were you at that first preseason game when yeah. he wasn't missing nothing? Yeah. He was quiet. Like you weren't, you weren't come. Like you weren't, you weren't out there. You weren't just saying nothing. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, when he has a couple of bad throws, it's like when the lights come on, the roaches come. When the lights come on, the roaches come out. Like y'all quit. Like you real quit. You know what I mean? So it's just like pump your brakes. Like keep that same energy. Yeah. But he missed two passes in preseason. Uh, he made some good throws in, within that game. I mean, in, in, in that second game we're referring to, he made some good throws. But also, like you mentioned, missed Humphreys. I think he missed some, another receiver hide too as well. Um, but it's it's cool. Like to me, you're not going to always. To your point, everybody's not Patrick Mahomes. Or Patrick Mahomes has bad passes. <gasps> oh my God, Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Rodgers. He's never had a great bad pass. That's a lie. He has. Um, so Tom Brady, the Hall of Famer, the goat, aka the goat. He's never had a bad pass. He has. He actually didn't have a great, the greatest playoff run for real. But so it's just like people need to kind of like pump their brakes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it will, it'll happen. He'll throw another. He'll throw an interception. All right, let's put it out there. He'll throw an interception. My that's a bold prediction for the show. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick will throw a pick. You know, it's funny, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's funny, right? Another 14 that 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 he's wearing right now is very similar towards like how he got in. Like Brad Johnson, right? We had Brad Johnson in 1999. Yeah, oh, good for yeah. So, right, remember that, that you know, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've, you've followed the team as long as I have. Oh, man. We're, we're the same age. Yeah. So, like, I remember Brad Johnson. Like, oh, people, like, I didn't want Brad Johnson. Like, who's that guy? But, he, but look yeah. what happened, right? Like, we fried. balled out. He fried. But they never, you know what's so funny about that, though? It's like they didn't even, they never believed in Brad, though. Like, mm-hmm. Brad killed it first year. But then yep. as soon as the following year, they got Jeff George and everybody yep. started like jumping ship. Like, yeah. they, oh, they, they start falling in love with the arm. Jeff exactly. George, man, his arm. Sonny Jurgensen said fell, fell in love with his arm. It was like, all these dudes fell in love with Jeff George's yeah. arm. But Brad, all Brad did was win. Yep. He put up numbers and win. Yeah. And like I said, you know, when I saw him wear 14, like, man, who's the last guy that wore 14? Not That's Ryan That's Grant. It, you know, quarterback, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. oh, it's Brad Jones. Brad was more safe with that football, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. <laughs> Ryan Grant won't like run, you know, two yards and then just fall down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that too. That too. Terrible. But yeah, you know, I'm also a, a big fan of Fitzpatrick, too. Um, mm-hmm. My cousin, um, you know, he did cover the Dolphins uh, and he mm-hmm. said, you know, um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick's a, he's a, he's a, he's the player guy. Like, yeah. to like you know coach you out you know coach you know coach you know coach you up and then he'll point out the things that you need to work on hey like i'm gonna throw his back shoulder you know you yeah. need to move three four yards out i got you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna get him get you so like it's just great that you know he can be a good mentor just like how alex smith is and yeah. i think that's what um ron you know, ron rivera wants he wants yeah. that mentorship yeah. you know being that big that big brother in that yeah. huddle you know what i mean Cause we're we're a young team. Like people don't people forget we're like a young team. Like Fitzpatrick is the oldest dude in that roster. Yeah, yeah. Like to your point, like they're a very young team, and which he brings to the table. And this is one. This is the thing that I do like about Fitz. Um, why I like him because it, it, it's you got you have to look at how players respond to him. Like, and what I mean by that is not just the regular players, but like the the wild players. You know what I mean? Like. If a, if a guy like Deshaun Jackson loves this dude, if a guy like, these are wide receiver divas, mm-hmm. Terrell Owens loves this dude. Yeah. Like, you, we're talking about some of the wildest dudes who will turn a quarterback into dying. Mm-hmm. And these dudes will vouch for this dude. You know what I mean? Like, that lets you know already, man. Like, 
you know, that obviously this dude, players rally for this guy. Like, they yeah. love playing for him. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the thing. And, and you know that. You start by watching sports, being around sports, and being around folks who play it. You know, if your teammates rally around rally, rally around you and they love you, you, you the product is better. Don't yeah. it is it's a fact it's when they don't if they don't if you're if you aren't making plays yeah of course they're gonna feel a certain way but if you, if you aren't making plays and your attitude is crap you will have a bad product and the one thing about him is that you know for whatever for whatever reason his receivers yeah say what you want to love that man yeah exactly so um follow-up question with you wale so who's gonna be the backup quarterback and do you think they'll keep three oh. quarterbacks it's backup. It's going to be Taylor Heineke. That's definitely the backup. Um, they should keep three quarterbacks. Um, I think they should, because just because of what happened last year, mm-hmm. some learning experience. Um, it should be Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen should be a third string quarterback, and you can go from there. I think Stephen Stephen Montez seems like a nice guy. Um, I feel bad for him, but just not. Maybe you get a practice squad, I guess, come put on a practice squad. Because mm-hmm. um, from what I saw in that preseason game, just not ready to play the quarterback position mm-hmm. at the moment. And that doesn't mean he won't ever be a quarterback in this league, but I'm just saying at the moment, it just it didn't look like he had it. You know what I mean? So um, so I just think they should carry a three just because of what this team has dealt with um, over the last several years. But definitely after last year, I think Coach Rivera probably thinking to himself like, yeah, maybe I should keep three. Because <laughs> yeah, you know why, Wale? Like, look at the Cowboys uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. Prescott is still banged up. Yeah. You think going to have Danucci like starting week one? Yeah. I mean, that's a luxury. It's a luxury. Yeah, yeah. man. And and also, you don't know. I don't know if the, if the quarterbacks are all the quarterbacks are vaccinated. Like, I don't know the situation with that. Yeah. So, COVID, too. You don't know. Somebody goes in COVID protocol. You're going to need a quarterback. So, exactly. yeah, I think a lot of things are, you know, for certain positions, you should carry three. And I think the the quarterback position is definitely the quarterback the quarterback, uh, the quarterback situation is where they should carry three quarterbacks. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I think you kind of persuaded me that it's, it's going to be three mm-hmm. after roster. It's just good to just have to have a collaborative, you know. Yeah. That's how, look, man, that's how we, it's how football usually used to be. Three quarterbacks was not always the thing. Like it wasn't yeah. this. Okay, we don't. We can just carry two. Nah, man. It's always been carrying a three. Day three. You yeah, know? man. We, it's this. 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 You know. This. The new. The new era of football, man. Mm-hmm. Folks say, hey, okay, let's just carry two. Yeah. I was. I was like, all right, carry yeah. two. Okay. <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? We're you know actually. I think we're actually one of the few teams that has like three. You know, pretty good. You know, quarterbacks. Yeah, um, solid. I mean, respectable. I mean, I'm, I'm a big. I mean, I think people kind of gas up Kyle Allen a little bit, but it is what I mean. I feel like for the preseason, he's needed. Um, I feel I'm gonna say this again. Like he was definitely needed for the preseason because you can't showcase. Some, you got a lot of these guys trying to make the basketball. I mean, make, make the football team, man. You got a lot of guys trying to make this football team at the wide receiver position. I felt bad for Kelvin Harmon. Um, I didn't expect him to make the team, but I felt bad for him and. And AGG in that first game because, like, what could you showcase, man? Yep. Like, what could you showcase? Like, you weren't in with Heineke. You're in there with Steven Montez, and the dude can't throw the football. Nope. So, what are you showcasing? Yeah. Like, so Kelvin, I'm I'm Kelvin Harmon. I wanted to stay in Washington. Like, I would be mad at I would be mad at Steven Montez. I'd be like, bro, like, if you gave me something, maybe I'm maybe I'm I stay around a little bit. Not to say yeah. you would. I'm just saying, like, I'm just hypothetically speaking. Like, I'm just. Mm-hmm. 
that's how I would look at it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. but having Kyle Allen play in that in that second game, a lot of dudes got an opportunity to make plays, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Yeah, and like I said, you know, if if um, you know Ron Rivera does, does decide to, you know, somebody a particular team wants to trade. I mean, I, I think it'll be bad if the Washington football team would want to trade like Kyle Allen to the Cowboys. I think that's a bad uh, decision. I mean, no, but, let me be real with you. We probably over we probably overhyped Kyle Allen more than other organizations. A bit, a bit. I think, believe me, I'm telling you, like there, other organizations have quarterbacks that are comparable to Kyle Allen and they're yeah. cool with it. Like just, just my opinion. I feel like we always do this with other players, man. Like we always gas up our own and we're like, oh, this person goes over here, he's going to kill. We do that. We did that with the quarterback went to Minnesota and he was okay. <laughs> they thought he was going to Super Bowls in Minnesota. Kirk and he has it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we do this with all of our players, man. Yeah. We just do this. We just, oh, we're gonna regret this. I'm like, no, it, we're not. It's, a, it's like a football team thing, man. Yeah. You know, like we, we gas up our old players every time, like yeah. you know, preseason hype, you know. Oh much. my god, yeah, that's why I like this. Like, I never and no knock on anybody who reports or writes, yeah. But a lot of times, man, some of the stuff they report from camp and try to act like some, and we all you gotta do is watch it, man. Just watch it yeah. and it can be. Just watch me compete, because I, I I don't ever go off of what some of the reporters tell me. Like I, I mean, from what we, they tell us, not me, us, right? Like when someone just tweeted or whatnot. Man, I mean, a couple of years ago, they had they had short athletes like us, all world safety comes it comes out the regular season, and looks like trash. So I'm like, I don't know. You're not gonna, no, I'm not gonna listen to you. You yeah. know, what I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. what I'm gonna do is watch it, and I'm gonna, because I feel like my eyes let let me know. What's what's really good? Like my eyes will let me know what's really good. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna sway me. Oh, Troy Appy is a tackling machine. Like no, no, man. Nah, man. I still have the, nah, that, man. that you know that time he got burned yeah. so many times, like on on, on the top. Like, nah, no you're not not gonna do that. Not gonna do that with me. With like even the like I wanted to see the receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to see it. I wanted to see. It. I saw what I, I saw what I need to see from Deami. I saw it like while while without even catching the ball in the first game when he burned. Somebody, I was like, oh yeah, he, you know, he's good. Like I knew it. I was like, he's good. Yeah. Like I know he's good. Like I already knew it. I knew it. Then I, I had to see um on the defense. Like you want to see the improvement from year two. You hear about it, right? In camp, like this defense looks amazing in camp for year uh, in year two. I saw the first preseason game. I saw the boys flying. I saw Chase with Chase at the camp. I saw just I saw speed. Man, I was like, I saw Landon. I was like, oh God, Landon is. You just see it, like you just can see it. And and the reason why I say this is that you see it against competition. It's easy when you practice against somebody every day and you pick up the, the tendencies and then now you know what they're gonna do because you practice against this per this team or this, I mean, this player every day and practice on your own team and it's a comfortability level. But when you're where you're going against somebody else, regardless of the level, right? But you know, the first first team playing first team, when you when you can hit somebody. And you can kind of like, if everything's brand new, you guys gotta figure them out. You know what I'm saying? You got, sometimes you gotta, think on, you gotta think on the fly a little bit. Yeah, it's just different. It's a different beast. You know, if I'm playing you one-on-one, like regardless of how good any of us are in basketball, right? Regardless, right? If I play you one-on-one like 20 times, right? You're going to pick up on things that I do yep. easily. Yep. Like if I like to go right all the time, you're gonna pick up on that. If I have a, a patent move and you could just tell, oh, he about to do his move, you're gonna pick up on it, right? The same thing in practice. Mm-hmm. Like in practice, we're doing these plays. I'm going to pick up on certain things you do. Now, if I'm going against another team, 
it's brand new to me. So I want to see how you compete against that element. And when I see that, for me, like for my eyes, when I see that and I see how you ball, okay, now I'm with you. Now I know if you're good or you're not or whatever. Hey, that, that's that's facts, man. Mm-hmm. You, you, you feel you, you, you see it. Yeah, you, you see it. You, yeah. All right, so next question for you, Wale. Um, and then it's, it's a good transition question. So between the rookie class of Jamin Davis, Sam Cosme, you know, you were saying Dayami, Dayami Brown, Benjamin St. Juice, and, and Jared Patterson, which of these rookies will have the biggest impact this season? I think because he's automatic. No, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I think Deami Brown's gonna have the most impact. I think he's gonna be. A, I think he's gonna be like scary. He's gonna be like scary. He's gonna have another scary impact. It's just gonna. The issue will be. This is gonna be the thing for Deami Brown. He's gonna make a lot of plays. It's gonna be about if they play the political political game with him. And what I mean by that is because you pay Samuel a lot of money. So are you going to reward the money or reward the player? Because you did, I feel like, and I said this on our other show, that if they knew they were gonna get a Deami Brown, they would have never signed the Samuel. I agree. Like that's how good, that's how good this kid is. Like that's just that's just how good he is. You know what I mean? You gotta steal in the draft. And now you're just gonna have to find ways because he can beat folks outside easy. Like he's that he's that he's that explosive. So are you, if he's on the field, and I think he'll be on the field a lot because he's going to be that good. He's just, he's probably, he's one of the best offensive weapons. Um, so I think he'll be, have, I think he'll have the most impact. Yeah. You know what? I was, I was thinking like, remember when we had um, Scary Terry, that, that rookie year against yes, the, uh, the same, yeah. Eagles? And you remember how, uh, who was the quarterback um, back then? Oh, it was, it was, it was Case Keenum. Case, Case Keenum. Keenum, right? Yeah. So bums, Case Keenum was throwing bombs. Yeah. It's going to be wide yeah. receiver. I there think, people I, like who is number seventeen? Exactly. I think it's going to be similar. I really do. I think it's going to be similar. I think that because and again, depending on the lineups or whatnot, and and because and and the thing that's going to be probably be good for Diami, um, to be real, real talk is that I mean Curtis Samuel missed most of preseason. He'll probably miss all of preseason. Mm-hmm. So you know, Diami's ahead, really, real talk. All right, so he's going to probably get more burned because of it. Not to say that. Initially, I'm saying initially, not to say that Samuel won't get burned. I mean, Samuel will be a lot of burn. Um, but also, I think that you'll get the army in situations where he gets some favorable matchups. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's going to make instant an instant impact. And I, just and as soon as he gets that, that you know, that 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 score, because he will be a deep explosive play when he gets that score. You can't you can't tell him nothing, man. It's going to be yeah. too late. What you yeah. going to tell him? What you going to say? Yeah. Oh, we're going to place? No, nah, man, he already got it. So that's just the same. I'm not calling him this dude, but I'm. Just, I'm, just, I'm. It's a comparable thing. So I don't know. You remember, like when Chris, when when Minnesota drafted Randy Moss, right? Yep. They had Chris Carter, Jake Reed. They were a thousand yard receivers already. Both of them vicious. Jake Reed was putting them numbers. It wasn't Chris Carter good, but he was good. He was vicious. They get Randy Moss. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Randy Moss. Like you got lucky. You got Randy. You get the Randy Moss. But it wasn't like and Jake Reed was still starting. They still doing this thing, but. Eventually, you know, when Randy Moss just was right, when Randy Moss just made that, he was off the bat. Randy Moss was doing Randy Moss stuff, right? You can, eventually, you're like, all right, Jake, you you good, and you still are a good receiver, but you ain't Randy. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like again, he you're gonna you're gonna be like Samuel. You got some good elements, but you ain't Deion. 
speed, man. Like, yeah, I mean, speed, and you can run routes. See, this is the thing: speed, and you can run routes. See, I mean, I watched Samuel is never is not in a thousand yard, not a consistent thousand yard receiver. It was never been. He's never been a thousand yard receiver. Had a lot of money, but because of you know, he started showing improvement last year because Brady came to Carolina and did some things with him. Um, I think we got like eight hundred yards. Um, and she showed improvement, but again, you're looking at if you look at the if you look at Samuel throughout from his throughout his time in Carolina, and this regime had him, and he didn't put up numbers with this regime, and then you look at you know what he did in, in even Ohio State right in college, right? You know he was always a gimmicky type of player anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he played running back, he played receiver, he did all that in Ohio State. It wasn't like he was a, a flat number one. He really wasn't. He was a he was a, he was a playmaker. He was an explosive player, right? Like he was one of the best. He was one of the best players, but he could just do so many things on the football field. Diami mm-hmm. um, is a number one wide receiver, a number one wide receiver in North. I mean, in North Carolina, he had like three years of a thousand yards, a thousand yards receiving, um, and so he's always and made explosive plays. And he ran a four four. So you already know, like what you're getting is a finished yeah. product that is explosive. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, in training camp, we haven't seen Curtis Samuels all training camp. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, if you know Fitz, if he got if he got chemistry with you, he's going to throw it to you. Yeah. You know? If yeah. he's going to throw, like, a little out route to a post pattern to yeah. Samuel, he doesn't know his tendencies because they don't have and- – Yeah, have- good point. Yeah. Very, very good point. And, and it's the thing, what you just mentioned about Fitz was an excellent point, is that – Yami, he gets them contested catches. That's what yep. he's that's what he's good at. 50-50. You know, he's good at he's really good at getting 50-50 balls. He just really, I mean, I think there's a there's a weird stat where he's was one of the top dudes in college and in that his drop rate, he doesn't drop the football supposedly. Like this dude is wow. crazy. Like he's it's he, he's that guy. So you can't you can't ignore man. Sometimes you just can't ignore certain talent, man. Yeah. You just can't. You can say what you want. I know money talk, but they go, this is yeah. the thing. If you're Coach Rivera and you've been very consistent, right? I mean, you, you cut your you cut you cut the first round draft pick, you know what I'm saying, last year in um Dwayne Haskins. So it shows that status doesn't mean anything, right? Yep, yep. So if you're consistent and you know that this kid is better, which I predict I predict he will be better. Um and it's, it's not a knock. Again, it's not a knock on um Samuel. It's, it's just not. It's just that when you're getting a guy that put it this way, I think so so it can be understood so people won't think that I'm hating, I'm not hating. He's more polished than Scary Terry was as a rookie. Mm. So you wow. take that how you want to take it. <laughs> wow. Take it how you want to take it. Take it how does, you want to take it. He does have separation though. Like I've I've seen. Just him. take it how you want to take it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's more polished. Just a little like you know, like a sample. Like, yeah. You know. Just saying, like that's all. That's all it is. It's not a knock on it. Yeah. I said I didn't say he's better. Just say he's more polished. It's what you, when, when, it's when what Terry you came, see? It's what you see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just saying. So, give him the opportunity and let's see what he can do. Wow. Well, you know, I'm I'm rooting for Deami Brown. I mean, plus he got that single digit too. I think I don't know if it's me or you or uh, maybe it's we're in agreement. Me, like I think it's like it's probably like the single the single number that like makes it makes you look faster. I was just oh, I was you just, think it looks faster? I mean, it's confusing. <laughs> me. It's killing me, man. I ain't gonna lie. Um, it's killing me because he defensive players now. So it's just killing me. That's just gonna kill me. <laughs> it's gonna kill me, man. I know it's gonna annoy me because we're, it's, we're creatures of habit. I think somebody, somebody, so we just we just hate change. Like a lot of people, I know yeah. I, I learned that I, I'm hate I hate change to a certain extent. So I guess that's what it is with me, uh, because it's like, oh my god, this, this dude's wearing this number. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I can see I, it's cool in practice, but damn, in the football game, we got guys wearing twos and stuff. 
there are kickers and quarterbacks that gonna kill me, man. Bro, imagine imagine back in the day when Reggie when uh, Reggie Bush came out of the, you know out of college. If that Pretty number much. five, he wore that number five. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll give you one better. Yep. I'll give you one better. Matter Deion Sanders got to wear number two. Whew, from Florida State. Yeah, Deion, Deion, that's his number. He wears that. Yeah. Just imagine he wore his number in college and, and like got to wear his number in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, Same with uh, Charles Woodson, too. Yeah, Charles Woodson. They all got it from, they got it from Deion. Like he's the originator. Yeah. That's why they do it. That's why they do it. They do it because of Deion. Because he, so that's the thing. It's so funny. It's like, you know, I know Deion kicking. It's like, damn, how come y'all let me wear my number when I was in, you know, when I got drafted? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for certain, it looks cool. I mean, for Deion, it looks cool. I ain't gonna lie. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a dope number for him. Yeah. But it's, uh, I, I mean, I, it's, it's going to bother me, though. I'm not going to lie. I saw a defensive player wearing a, a single number. I was like, no. <laughs> it's a money grab, you know? It like, is, they're, they're trying to They're trying to get money because they're trying to yeah. compensate from the COVID season. Yeah. So I get it. I, yeah. Referees will have a hard time. I watch. I bet hey, you watch. It's all right, though. It's all right. So, like, um, next <laughs> question for you. Uh, and, and, man, that was, that was great information about Diami. Like, I didn't know he never dropped the ball in the AC. He barely dropped it. He barely wow. dropped uh, dropped the ball in college. I mean, in Carolina, especially, I'm going to say his last year. Like, he has a wild, a wild stat of drop, drop balls. He barely, his, his catch rate is crazy. Well, he can catch, his key catch is a lot of contested passes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to keep an eye on him. Might, yeah. might get him fantasy. Yeah. Might be, hey, might be. I mean, it's all about, look, I mean, in terms of fantasy, we all know just, if he just makes that, one, if he gets wide receiver two, you're good. That's all I got to say. He just wanted to get wide receiver two. Yep. That's what you want. If he can get wide receiver two, then he's going to be a steal. I yeah. can. Yes, I can make that. Get him. He's still available yeah. in, my, in my waiver wire. He's going to. He's going to be available. Yeah, Some folks ain't going to get him. He'll be, he'll be around. He'll be around. All right. Here. So uh, next question for you, Wale. Uh, so, you know, we're going to switch from offense to defense. So the defense is expected to make a leap this year with the additional um, with the additions of William Jackson the third. Mm-hmm. Jamin Davis, and then the return of uh, Landon Collins. Yeah. Uh, do, in your opinion, can they meet or exceed their expectations this season? They can exceed. I'm a believer in that. From what I saw, I, I think it could be a top. I think they're going to be the best defense in the NFL, personally, mm. honestly. Um, what I saw, I'm a big believer. Again, I told you about preseason. People say you can't get a lot of preseason. What you can get out of preseason is defense. Like, you can peak defense. Like, And then what I, what I mean by that is you can tell about the style uh, the aggressiveness, the tackling, like that transfers like to regular season play. Um, so I, I I saw aggressiveness. I saw speed. I saw guys who just flying to the football. I saw Chase that looks like he's ready to go. Chase is on a different level right now. Usually people in preseason kind of chilling, mm-hmm. like a started chilling, but he he playing like it's week ten. Like I'm like, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? You got games, bro. Relax. Um, but yeah, like he looked hungry. Uh, Montez looking good. Montez look good. I mean, Montez looked fair in his last game. Well, I'm, let me take that back. Chase looked good. I'm not gonna say Montez looked great. Uh, Jam, Jam, uh, Jam and Davis had a, like a slow start his first game, but second game played good. They looked fast, man. And, and even St. Juice, who I wasn't even a big fan of, but I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, uh, the, the game against the Bengals, he was, oh, he was strapping. Homie was strapping. So um, it's just you know, it's it, to me this team is ready. Like they're going to be a tough. A tough defense. I, I, I definitely think they're going to be top three, but I, for me, I think it's going to, they're going to be number one. They're that good. They're that good. And, and a year again, a year, another year with Jack Del Rio. You know, what I mean, comfortability in the system. You know, knowing what you have to do, it's, it's going to make them even ten. It's going to make them yeah. better. And and I, and I was I was, you know, people have, were saying that 
uh, Landon Collins, the the good and Cam. I was like, I gotta see this dude coming off an Achilles. Boy, look fast, man. And I never seen a dude off an Achilles look fast. Like I've never in all sports, I have never seen a dude off year one after an Achilles injury look the way he's looked. And I'm talking all sports. Yeah. And he, this is amazing. Whoever did his surgery. I know he lost some weight, and that's great. That's good. He needed to do that. But when you get this, when you, anytime you're dealing with a leg injury or it's the lower, you know, your lower, your, your lower self, your lower self, that type of injury. But for him to have that type of speed and acceleration in terms of, you know, chasing people down, uh, making tackles, coming from the secondary, um, yeah, he looks ready. They all look ready. It's scary, man. It's a scary defense. It really is. You know, you know, it's crazy. Um, you know, Benjamin St. Juice, he looks like Patrick Patterson when he first came out. Of Patrick Arizona. Peterson. I mean, yeah, Pat- Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, he got a little, I mean, bit, little bit, little I mean, bit. I mean, I mean, again, for him, for me, it's like, he played well, like he played good. So now I'm like, okay, I'm seeing something. I'm seeing yeah. something. I'm a Michigan fan, you know, and um, <laughs> he went to Michigan mm-hmm. and they transferred to, to Minnesota. He ain't cut it to Michigan. All right. Yeah. That's what happened. He ain't cut yeah. it. And um, transferred to Minnesota, and you know now he is where he is. Um, I want to, I want to see more. You know, you got to play against certain talent because now people are talking about him playing outside, being a cornerback too, and kicking Fuller inside to nickel. And I'm like, I still, you know, people aren't they? They hard on Jimmy Moreland. I think Jimmy Moreland is really good. I thought he was fair. I thought he was good. I think Jimmy is a playmaker. Jimmy can. I think Jimmy's actually better outside. To be honest with you, just small by size, but he's better outside. Um, hope you know, but you know, everybody wants to look. They want the guy who plays press, who has that Richard Sherman-ish look, yeah. um, like you said, Patrick Peterson, that look, a tall wire, a tie, tall, long arm cornerback. But you know, um, we'll see. I mean, see. things that happen. At least to me, they have some depth in the position. You mean there's no real lockdown corner? I'm mean, hoping that's going to be William Jackson because he has the speed. He had a good grade last year with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but you know, I mean, the defense to me, the defense line is going to make the cornerback play much easier. Anyway. I mean, easy, it's going to make it easier for them anyway, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So, and you know, with the with the play of Cameron Kerr last year, and when he oh, filled in for you know Landon Collins, and then I think they I forgot the guy's name that they signed from Minnesota, um, from Miami. Uh, oh, McCain, Bobby McCain. McCain. Yeah, but yeah, Bobby McCain. So they, like, they yeah, like. You don't know who's gonna start, right? I mean, I'd hope it'd be like Collins and Curl, but you can you can. You always... got yeah, yeah. You got Reeves too, who played good okay, last year too. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he may not. They say well, he has a fight for the job. He got a fight for the position on the team, mm-hmm. which I think that's ridiculous. I think he deserves. He should be on the squad, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, they just got they they got bodies, man. They really yeah. got good players, solid players, guys who can. It's not all about. It's not always about having superstar players in every position, but you got really good, solid players who play well in the system. That's the most yeah. important thing. And I, I think, I believe that that, you know, that front four will make Jamin Davis even more yeah. valuable, yeah. you know, tip passes, you know, quarterback curries. He's just going to finish it off. You know what I mean? At, yeah. at that speed at how old is he? 21, 20? Yeah. He's still, he's still a young boy. It's just for him. It's just that he just can't think he got, he can't think he's got to play. Mm-hmm. play fast and you know um this defensive front should make things easier for him um again we're gonna have to see how you know what's going to happen when they're playing against a premier tight end um because he may be st- stuck on a situation where he goes against a tight end who's yeah a killer um so that's the thing you never know how he's going to respond 
you, I, I just know, to me, I, I just love his speed. I love his coverability um, from what I saw in Kentucky. Um, the tape that I saw in Kentucky, I didn't watch him play in Kentucky because I'm a fair individual. I'm not going to act like I watched him play in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, the tape, the, the highlights I saw, I saw like he can cover. Um, and, and, you know, if you look at the stats, you saw, protect, you know, see improvement. That's the most important thing. And he played in the SEC. So, you know, he's, 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 he's been, I mean, he's been baptized by fire. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the toughest conference in, in college football. So um, I think he should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful too. I mean, mm. you know, a lot of, we, we, we've got a lot, I think they, you know, a lot of um, like experts saying that, oh, you know, they could have got a, you know, a tight end or they could have got a, a tackle. Um, you know, I mean, linebacker is much needed because we need. Here, they need, they need speed. Like, they need speed. Like, you had Pierre St. Louis, well, Pierre St. Louis, Pierre Louis uh, last year, who, I mean, God bless him. He was slow as dirt. Yeah, he's um, slow, man. Still got, you know, I mean, Jeff Bostick, he was slow, bro. Like, he was slow. Uh, Jeff Bostick, I mean, I mean, John Bostick. John yeah, Bostick, yeah. Um, serviceable. I still, eventually, he's going to have to be replaced. Uh, and, and Holcomb's got, got speed. Holcomb's good. So, you got two of the three linebackers have legit, real good, like, they're really fast. Yeah. Um, so, Bostick can just, you know, be serviceable. And, you know, again, it goes back to the thing. Just play your role, and he can do that and not be a, a weak link. Then it'd be fine, and, I, and I'm not going to just ill on Boston. I think last year he got a lot of negative flack, but I thought he was serviceable. I thought he was fine last year, um, but this year you kind of want again when it's about taking your defense to the next level. That's that's the that's the yeah. aim, right? Um, is he that guy? So that's the thing because you we it's coming going from being you could be a top three four defense, and that's good, but it's different. There are different there are different levels to this. You know what I'm saying? Like that Ravens defense that us. Uh, um, Chicago Bears defense, um, even the Seahawks defense, the ones that won the ball. When you, when you are, when you have linebacker play at that level, um, now your defense is, is from is from being like a really good a, one of the good defenses in the NFL to a dominant defense. And that's the yeah. word you want: dominant. You don't want top three. You want dominant. That means exactly. you are it. That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we're pretty much wrapping it up, uh, Wole. Um, uh, I'm good. You know, we be chilling. We good, yeah, bro. We, we chilling. Doing it. We chilling. Man. So we, we we got that bonus question too. You know, <laughs> sound good to me, man. We, All right. We, so your so your prediction on the Washington football team record, and okay. who wins the NFC East? They win the East. They win the East. Uh, record seventeen games this season. Um, everybody's so fixated with these quarterbacks they have to see. Let's go roughly. 11 and 6. Mm, okay. So it's 11 and 6. You think that's you think, you think you think 11 games will be enough to win the NFC East this year? Oh yeah, definitely. 11 will win the NFC East. 11 if I'm just going cuz they won extra game. Okay. They'll win the game. I mean, I can go I, I mean, I could go 12 and I, mean, I can go to, I mean, I can go 12 and 5, but that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> You they know gotta, what I'm saying? I could go to a lucky game from like, like the Steeler game. I mean, they can still do it. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. this is the thing. And when people kind of get off, oh, they got to play this quarter. They got to play that quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yo, those quarterbacks got to play this defense. Yep. That's how I look at it, man. Justin Herbert is going to have They got to play this defense. Justin Herbert. They got, he, 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 he a dog. I love, I love Justin Herbert. I yeah. love Justin. I love me some Justin Herbert. I like them. I like Justin Herbert. But I'm just telling you, they got to play this defense. And Justin Herbin, Herbert is not playing preseason games. He's trying to jump into this defense. Nope. All right. Y'all acting like it ain't sweet over here, man. I want yeah. folks, it ain't sweet over here. It's yeah. not. 
Like that defense, it ain't sweet. You got to be ready to play it. You know, Tom Brady, who, you know, who won the Super Bowl last year, he's, I mean, he, he knew, he knew what it was about. Yep. He knew that's, that's the, they, the offense couldn't score, but he knew, he knew what it was about. Like, it ain't sweet over here, man. It ain't. And you got a better chases, but like, it's not, man. So I'm saying, like, everybody who says they got to play Aaron Rodgers, they got to play, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes scary. I don't care. This ain't why he's scary. Patrick Mahomes, because uh, <laughs> yep. the offense is scary. The offense, just the, the makeup of that offense is real scary. Um, they go against Russell Wilson. Uh, they go against Brady. They're, whoever. Yep. They got to go against. No, those dudes got to play this defense. I'm telling you, we all, we all like, just knowing was a sports dude's mentality. And when they, dogs know dogs, real recognize real. Mm-hmm. When they look at that defense, they're like, damn, shoot, they probably. The quarterbacks don't like, oh man, dang, I gotta go against that. Like this ain't no, this ain't this ain't the Dallas Cowboys defense. No, this ain't that defense. This ain't this ain't one of them easy. This ain't the Jackson, this ain't Jacksonville, this ain't the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So nah, this is this is legit. Mm-hmm. So when these quarterbacks that everybody talk about, like, you know what I mean? Nah, like they they looking at us the same way. They looking at that defense. These quarterbacks ain't coming to watch, playing, looking to watch, looking at Washington on the schedule and like. We gonna tear. I'm gonna tear this squad up. Like I see it. I'm no. gonna tear this up. Now they look at it like, man, we got. It's gonna be a long Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's saying. Because you so. know, like you know, with the Chargers, you know, they're they're game planning for week one. You know, I'm sure they're mm-hmm. gonna, they're they're saying like, who who we're gonna double team? We're gonna double team ninety or ninety nine? Because we don't. They're, they're both problems. That's what I'm saying. What are you gonna do? Like, what you don't? You're not even capable of doing that. Yeah. Like you're not capable. If you double team, you're not capable of protecting everybody. Okay, so this is the thing. Double, double, double 99. You got boy, you got boy who was injured last year, who, who gets nothing but pressure from the inside and not an Ionitis. You ain't doubling Ionitis nope. and Chase at the same time. You got Payne, who's a freak inside. Mm-hmm. You got Allen, who, like, you can't double everybody, all right? Yeah. And then they want to shoot the gap and blitz. They got speed. So, bro, I'm telling you, these, yeah. they not ready. They, it sound good. The whole Man. thing sounds great. It sounds when they say these quarterbacks, I'm be I'm sitting there like, all right, Aaron Rodgers is always gonna be a problem for anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But again, when you are when you have a good defense, when you have a good solid defense, quarterback play, you can still negate great quarterback play. Look what the look what the, look what Tampa did with Pat Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one thought that Pat Mahomes looked that bad. Like in the Super Bowl, he, he looked good. All right. They de-strapped that defense. They strapped them up for the Super Bowl. Like that's it, it is what it is. Brady was okay in the Super Bowl, but basically what it was, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. That defense won the Super Bowl. That's what happened. All right. Washington's yeah. defense is just as ta- it's probably yeah. It's more talented than Tampa's defense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's more talented than Tampa's defense. So, how far? Let's say they win the NFC East. Well, like, how far can they go in the playoffs? They can go as far as they need to go. Wow. They can, I think they're just as good. Like, obviously, you know, you got to get the Super Bowl chance respect. You know what I'm saying? They definitely the favorites in the NFC. But they can get to the NFC East Championship game. They can do that. They can definitely do it. I'm a, I'm an old school dude, man. You got a defense. You got a defense. You can beat anybody. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, your offense. All right. So, the thing about it is last year, they had a defense, but they had a bad offense, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's called the bug. They had a bad offense. Yeah. But they had a solid. So, you telling me – they had the same defense from last year, and they should be better than last year's defense. Let's use let's use this and that. Let's use this comparison. 
they should be better. They should be, their defense should be even better this year, right? I think we all can say that. Like they should be better this year. They should be. Their offense. How much do? How much more do you? How much you think the offense needs to score for this team to win football games? I would probably say twenty. They can do it easily with this. Seventeen. With this. Seventeen at the uh, least. At the least, you say seventeen. I, I say they should score with this offense. Would you say this then? Would you? Would you answer this? Would you say this? They're more offensively talented this year compared to last year. One hundred percent. Okay, so I'm telling you this. This all to me. This offense should be. You should be. If Scott Turner is doing his job, right? Let's just call it for what it is. If he's doing his job, they should score twenty four. Easy. They should average twenty four points. Twenty. They should average twenty four points. Easy. Easy. Twenty four. Easy. You, and, and then you, you look at how many times defense will give you the opportunity to make plays, right? That's good enough to win a whole bunch of football games, man. With this defense, it's a whole bunch of football yeah. games. We, I mean, we, we got a taste of that, that that Niners game. Two pick six. I mean, I'm sorry, one pick six. And the yeah, I'm saying, like, look look what happened in Pittsburgh. Yep. They were undefeated at the time. Regardless of people saying they were a fluke. Dude, Pittsburgh had weapons, and they still yeah. made them look. They made them look ridiculous. And this is what bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. This is my point. That's my point. This is my point. It's just like, all right, they did that with a patchwork quarterback play. You got a dude who's willing to make plays in Fitzpatrick, and you got a defense that's ready to stop a hole in you. All right, like I said, like all right, like I said, they can do some damage. Look at look what the Niners did a couple years to get to the bowl with that good defense. You trying to say that, that this Washington defense ain't as good as that Niners defense? Hey no, guys, I think ours is a little bit better. Very similar. They're very. I'm saying yeah. very similar. You yeah. know, and and you had a game with Garoppolo, they threw the ball eight times and they got yeah. and won a playoff game. Yep. So I'm just saying, folks yeah. gotta keep it a buck. I'm just telling you, like the sky's the limit. I'm not get. I'm not saying nothing that certain fans aren't thinking. I'm just telling them. You can be you can be real with it. I mean, without because it's Washington and people kind of get scared to say it, but you can just keep keep just be real. Like if it was another team, you would say, like, oh, this defense, man, wow. Like, but this defense, they can do all right. Dude, they can go, they can do some damage. Look what Jack Jacksonville did with Lake Bortles. Come on, man. They got to the AFC championship. Almost game. got to the Super Bowl. They almost got to the bowl. Yep. The same, man. Sheesh. Hey, I like that. As far as they go, that's a that's a good answer. As far as they can go, as long as, long as to me, it's going to be all about put it this way. <laughs> if they don't achieve the goals they, that they think they can achieve, it's going to be because the offense coordinator was trash. And I can and I'm confident enough to say that. Yeah, I agree. They didn't yeah. they didn't put you know fits in a good position. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what it is. And, yeah. and injuries, obviously, injuries that's always play a part. And injuries, but I'm telling you, if they don't. If, if they don't win the East, they should win the East. They don't win the East, and they don't and they don't they should win a, they should win a playoff game. I don't believe they should win a playoff game. They don't get to what they need to achieve or get to whatever their goal is. It's because the offensive coordinator was wasn't didn't didn't wasn't serviceable. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is we didn't we didn't talk about the kicker either. Oh man, I mean. <laughs> He's a nice guy, man. That's why I talk about all the time. He's a nice guy. He's, <laughs> I met him. He's a nice guy. So, but he had a good game. <laughs> he had a good kicking game. Uh, second game, okay. but uh, but he, that's he's he's, um, he's a nice guy though. He is, man. That's why I tell you, if you don't have nothing nice to say in general, you know, always look for something. If you don't got nothing on one realm to say that's nice, then go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. He's a nice guy. He's a real nice guy. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, that's that's, that's a great response. Well, I like that, man. That's a, that's gonna be a soundbite. You know what I mean? That's that soundbite. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, man. Dustin Hopkins. He's a nice guy. He's a, Dustin Hopkins is a really nice guy, man. A very very nice guy. Long long as he make those kicks, he's a nice look, guy. man. All jokes aside, with Dustin Hopkins, you know when he first came to, to the team, he was really good kicker when he first got here. He was because you know, then they had kicking issues, and he got there and kind of solidified his, his spot. Um, my only issue about the whole Dustin Hopkins thing is not like about getting cut, or whatever. You know, one, you know, to me, it's like who you bringing in. That's I've always told folks like who you gonna bring in? Is he gonna be better than Dustin? Don't just say bring anybody because that's just it's asinine. Um, but my issue with the Dustin Hopkins thing with his staff because they've been preaching competition is like. Like he's shown you that this is what he does at times. Like he'll start missing kicks, yeah. and we're not talking about fifty-yard kicks. I'm, you know, I don't blame a kick when they miss fifty-yard kicks. It's fifty-yard. That's not an easy. That's kick. hard. That's tough. It's yeah. hard. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. When, you, when it's forty, when you're at forty-eight, 40, I'm like, eh, I gotta kind of pump your brakes. Don't Kurt. Don't relax. That's not the one. When you're missing 40, 30, that's the problem. Like that's mm-hmm. and and the way you're missing them. So. To me, just you gotta bring people in just to compete. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause that's what you preach it. We just I just talked about competition. That's what Coach Rivera has been talking about, and he's done with other positions. But like the kicker position, for some strange reason, it's like, all right, Dustin, you're good. Let's go. Like, nah, man, you got to work for his spot too. Exactly, and he, they already <laughs> signed him to an extension too. So yeah. he's like, oh, I'm comfortable. I got the extension. Yep, I'm, man. I'm the only yeah. kicker. But hey, you still need, like I said, you need competition. Yeah. All right, so we switching from football to something that me and you talk a lot. You know, we, we text message and mm. we, we talk, you know, about it. So you're a big fan of professional wrestling, pro wrestling. So, um, you know, I, I know you follow. I got back into it thanks because COVID got me back into it. I, I had lost touch with it. COVID got me back into it. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of, believe me, a lot of people lost touch with professional wrestling and mm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, um, WWE Network or Peacock and Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, you know, mm-hmm. now it's AEW, New Japan. Yeah. So, so many things. Uh, Impact. You got Impact. Impact you got Wrestling. So much. I mean, so much, man. So much out there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like when you start talking about wrestling, it's just like, it's just a an, an instant like conversation starter. Oh, you like this wrestler? You like that wrestler? Course, you watch. Yeah. It's like we're back in high school. Did you see Raw last night? Did you see where yeah. Taker mm-hmm. like pin? You know, the Stone Cold. It's yeah. crazy. It's so, um, so I know you're a big fan of wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, we know what's going on with AEW, all all elite wrestling. Can they win the new Monday Night Wars against WWE? I hope they don't do it. I hope it's not like a war. I hope it's not like that. I hope they don't have to go on the same night. I think what I think the thing, the cool thing, we're from we, 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 what, what what happened a while back with you know Eric Bischoff, you know, create night having nitro and competing with Raw, um, and how that happened with the NWO and it's basically kind of hurting the whole raw, raw appeal to the whole hurting raw. Um was cool. It was, I mean, for fans, it was cool. It was like, wow, it was organic. It was like, you because people had to step the game up, right? That was a thing. Like, you had to step the game up. But also, you know, people don't understand, they don't remember, we missed some good raw, uh, raw, raw stuff. Like, raw had some good stuff at that point in time with like Bret Hart, with um, the Hart Foundation, um, the, the, the upcoming of Stone Cold initially, you know what I'm saying? Um, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. We missed a lot of decent stuff. Um, though, because the NWO was just on point, man. It is what it is. Like that, it's crazy, man. NWO was crazy, but 
Um, I would hope like for wrestling fans, just have, have their separate nights so we all win. Like we can watch certain things every, you know, I, I would like, I can watch Raw on a Monday. You know what I mean? Then on Tuesday, if I want to watch NXT, I can watch it on, I can watch NXT. I can watch it on Tuesday. If I want to watch, I mean, we talk about watching stuff live. Um, if I want to watch AEW on Wednesday live, I can watch AEW Wednesday live. If I want to watch Impact on Thursday, I can watch Impact on Thursday. Like I, if on Friday, I can watch SmackDown and then I can watch Ramp, SmackDown and then I can watch Rampage and after SmackDown. Like we all win. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? We're not, it's not about com- competing to try to take some out of business, which is the dope thing though, is that it's giving these wrestlers options. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at first, like you had to be stuck to stay with WWE. Now you don't, this is cool. Like you got Malachi Black, who is like now, who's in, who's in AEW, who's Aleister Black in WWE now in, in AEW. Now he can make an impact. You got Rusev who was not getting utilized. Now he's killing it in an AEW. You know what I mean? Like. There's so many things like Cody, you know, Cody has done a great job with that. And the Young Bucks have done great, a great job with AEW. Um, and even the WWE product, a lot of people will be yelling on it, but it's still a decent, it's a good product. I mean, Roman is killing it. You see, Roman is the man. Bobby Lashley is killing it too. Like you got guys who are actually killing it on, on that, on that brand. So, you know, you got some, you got bad, you know, there's bad storylines everywhere, but you got some individuals who are doing a great job. You know what I mean? Like, so to me, I like that it's all like they've got things spread it out, spread it out. I hope they don't try to compete and go head up because who loses is the wrestling fan. Like right now, wrestling fans are winning. They get to watch everything. You know what I mean? And there's so much, you mentioned New Japan. There's so much good wrestling. AEW is doing a cool thing with Impact, New Japan. Like they're all working together. It's like the territory type of thing. Like, okay, Christian can now be on Impact. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Omega was on Impact. You know what I'm saying? These dudes and the multi, like, Moxley, uh, John Moxley's on is a, is a New Japan doing stuff. Um, same with um, the Good Brothers. You know what I'm saying? They doing everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool. Like you even got Young Talent Impact and Chris Bay who is doing New Japan stuff. It's just stuff. And there's, and I don't watch New Japan like that. I don't. I mean, I'm not really familiar. So familiar with New Japan, but because these end of these 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 wrestlers are now kind of being injected into Impact or injected into AEW. Now I can kind of get an understanding of what New Japan is all about. I'm like, oh, this character's pretty dope. Okay, let me go ahead and see this New Japan. Let me see this, could up they promote a New Japan pay-per-view. Let me go check this pay-per-view out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just think that right now, wrestling fans are winning. You know what I'm saying? We got to get out of that whole thought process of what we saw when we were younger. Oh, the Monday Night War, because it was just so dope how they was, yeah. everybody was ultra petty, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, let everybody win. CM Punk is back. We all should be celebrating this. This man is, you know, it's, it's awesome. They make it Daniel Bryan. A lot of things is happening. Yeah. Wrestling yeah. is good. Fans are winning. It's and, a great time to be you know, a fan. It is, man. And, and the wrestlers winning because you can tell that they're happier. That's the thing. They're happier. So, like, you know, you virtually uh, touched with um, with uh, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he has that Ron Rivera effect. How... Mm-hmm. How much of an impact can he make with AEW? Like, can he can he propel them to the next level? Oh, I think they're already there. I think I think that you know when you're selling out crowds, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that at first you weren't like you're selling things out now, man. Like, you're already at the next level. You are. I think Cody has said it one time. Like a lot of people laughed at him. Said that we can't compete with 
the the big dog, which is the WWE. Well, they basically are competing with the big dog. You know what I mean? It's not about beating the WWE. You can't take them out of business. I mean, you can't take the WWE. No. They're like, I mean, it's it's a, it's, a, it's come on, it's WWF, WWE. Like, it is what it is. But you are a viable, real wrestling company. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're bigger than like TNA when TNA started. Like, you are. Like, you know, and I like, T- I like the TNA product. If you look at it with TNA and all these wrestlers, that were in TNA, like all in like in WWE, because that's how yeah. talented TNA was, right? Mm-hmm. But this product is, I mean, in terms of the the allure, the fanfare, all this product is it. Like they're selling out, they sold out, they sold out the United Center. <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah. Like this is not the WWE. This is TNA. Yeah, there's no stone cold selling out, out the United there's no, Center. There's no rock coming out. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. And CM Punk did that. Like that's real, and that's off of a room. I think uh, I think I saw something a blurb like Jim Cornette had said something like, "This is how big he is." Like he sold out the United Center basically off a of rumor. It wasn't even a get. Like everybody assumed he was going to be there. It was not. It wasn't stated that he was going to be there. Yep. He sold out that. So yeah, he's. I mean, he's bigger than what people want to say. He's big. He's big to wrestling fans. That's the most important thing. He's mm-hmm. big. Is he the rock in terms of crossover appeal? No, he's not The Rock. The Rock has wrestling fans and he has people that don't watch wrestling. But CM Punk has, the wrestling fan will come see CM Punk. And that's the most important thing. And it gets that whole, it gives AEW that vibe. I will say this about AEW when they just get, when they're signing, you know, talent, just get talent to fit your brand. That's the most important thing. Like, don't get infatuated. Like, I'm glad they didn't get Brock Lesnar because he didn't fit their brand. That's not what they're trying to get. Like, you go after, like, a Cesaro's on the market. Go after a Cesaro. An underutilized wrestling Mm -hmm. wrestling talent that that, that fits your brand. You know what I'm saying? Daniel Bryant fits your brand. Like, folks like that fit your brand. Not not a Braun Strowman. That doesn't fit your brand. Like, you know, Braun, I think Braun is going back to WWE. I heard he can go there. He fits their brand. But get guys that fit your brand. CM Punk, what he embodies fits your brand. Like get guys like that. You know what I'm saying? And you, yeah. you do that, you'll be fine. Like that's that's what I'm talking about. Just compete on that level. You know what I'm saying? Just get the wrestlers the options. Cause Vince likes a certain kind of type of wrestler. AEW likes a certain type of wrestler. AEW and Impact, they're all like the similar brand of wrestlers. Yeah. But you know, AEW has more of a, a backing and and has a good product. They got a good product going on right now. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I was just watching. Uh, I was, I was. I was watching AEW before this. <laughs> me too. That's why I had to make sure we we're doing this at ten. I had to watch. I had to right, catch this. Let, let me. Let me. Let me see CM Punk's promo real quick. Oh man, it was good. You see what he, see what he said? You, you see what he did? Yeah, with Tony Chavani. Yeah, I saw that. No, no. Did you see? What he, did you see the little thing? He, what he said? Yeah, about, about uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, it's amazing. It's yeah. Too cool. He's like they. They do this all the time. Like they do it all the time. Their wrestlers do it all the time. I didn't know. It's funny because. Somebody, uh, one of the guys I try to put you on to 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 be on your sh- to, so you can yeah, kind of have yeah. it on your show, um, and they was chatting me, and it was like, uh, <laughs> I think dude, dude said that you know, look at the shirt that Kenny Omega's wearing. Everything always has from week to week it has CM, but it, it's like it's like Christopher M something, you know, Christopher yeah, yeah. Moxley or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Every shirt he had, like you know, he's trolling, mm-hmm. like you know, what I'm saying he's basically trolling. Like, and their wrestlers do it. Like, that's what they're doing. It's funny, like Kenny Omega, like, uh, not Kenny, uh, CM Punk did it right there too. Everyone's like, yes, yes. It's not my stick. 
but be patient. <laughs> I was like, this dude, dude those subtle, like hidden, you know, and you know, because the word was he's coming, and you know, again, it's funny how that works, though. It really is because mm-hmm. initially it was like it's a foregone conclusion for what I heard that he was coming back to the WWE. Yeah, initially, you know what I mean, but now it's like, oh, nah. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, we're still in the summer of punk right now, you know. I mean, I'm yeah. really ha- I'm, I'm happy, and then we get you know a fallout with um with Dar- with Darby Allen. Obviously, that's gonna be great. Yeah, and it's just hope, and you know, um, you know, you still got. I think I know Adam Cole is a free agent for real. Yeah, that's also another too. I mean, he signed. Apparently, he's still under contract with WWE till Friday. Yeah, after summer, he's like he's like he's not really under contract. He promised that he would be with them. Okay. So after summer, from what I heard. He's not yeah. under contract, but they're still negotiating. I heard they were negotiating. I didn't him, I heard him and Vince have a good relationship. I wouldn't be surprised he comes back from what I it sounds like he's gonna come back to WWE, but he fits the mold of an AEW type of wrestler. I agree. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a type of there's just a type of there's a, just a type of wrestler that, that fits the mold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sting doesn't really fit it, but just Sting is just so dope. We just have to have Sting. Of course, you just have him have him just chilling the rafters. Yeah, man. Know. I just love I love what Sting's doing. Like, you know what I mean? He don't gotta wrestle anymore. He just, don't, just, he don't. Just, 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 I, just hit somebody with the bat, just do the scores, the scorpion death uh death yeah. drop. That's it. And then that's the thing. I, I love that he'll take a he'll just take a serious bump, like go through two tables, go through a table. Yeah. I, I love it. I just love that he would do it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I do like again, I like how guys who were underutilized. With the with the big company, um, they're over here and they're doing great work. I want to see Buddy. I mean, like Buddy Murphy in the W. I mean, AEW. I think he'd be a good fit there too. I think just those kind of guys are guys that you know will be good for the company. Or they're going to Impact. I'm cool with Impact. I love Impact too. Yeah, so. spread the love. You know, spread yeah, spread love. it up, spread it. That's good, man. I'm there telling you, you like that's the good thing, man. You, I mean, even you know, NWA has they're having an all women pay per view. Yeah, called Empower. You know what I'm saying? So. You're gonna have some some dope, some dope wrestling women, all women pay-per-view. You know what I mean? I mean, nothing is better. I'm keeping this a buck. Like what the WWE does have going for them, that's amazing. Obviously, Roman, that's a Bobby. The women's division is off the is off the charts. No, no, there's no women's division like the WWE. Yeah, but I think like I guess that um, you know, when when Bianca Belair lost that trash. Belt, that trash. Was trash, trash, trash. That was terrible. that was terrible. And they and they know they should know better. They yeah. should know better. Like you did so, like forget the racist, throw race out of it. This is looking for what um, the the wrestler, right? The wrestling situation for I, one, the race element from to me is kind of involved in it. But let's just throw that out of there. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't, you did so much to gas her, gas her up, like right to build her brand, to build her. Talking about her, her and Sasha, historic, whatever. Even through that pay per view, you kept like mentioning it in SummerSlam. How historic that was, how you know, and then show her SB and this, that, and the other. Then you're gonna have her get squashed by Becky Lynch like that fast. Like it's not about Becky should beat Bianca because Becky is like more popular, right? I get if she beats Bianca, like that's not a problem, like to me. The issue is that you had her, you, you Kofi, you Kofi lessen oh um, lessen her. And it's not yeah. like Becky, and the thing about Bianca, her 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 build is like basically one of the strongest WWE women. In, in the company, like she's physical. How yeah. and, and Becky ain't more physical than Bianca. Yeah. So how is that? Like how is that supposed to happen? Doesn't make sense. If not at all, man. No, it's no. Stupid. It's no. stupid. 
It's no, so dumb. I had flashbacks of that Brock Lesnar versus Kofi match. Kofi, it's eight just seconds? like yeah, eight seconds. You kidding me? Are you kidding? Like, come on now. Like, this is what it is. No, man. I mean, I, I hate squash matches, especially when, like, like you were saying, like you you juiced up, you know, these wrestlers to, you know, to the highest point. Yeah, and you're just gonna put them back. You know, now her, her character, line. even when she fused with her, it's not beat. It's not. It's not believable. No. You get what I'm saying? Because if she's going to feud with Bianca, right? She's going to. Mm-hmm. But it's not believable. Like, now it's like, she can't, Bianca can't beat her. No. You don't believe that she, Bianca can beat her now. Nope. Because you just kind of weakened her character. Pretty much. Now I don't know I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, yeah, seriously. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, I see you're, you got screwed over. But hey, you're the one that agreed on the match. You Couldn't you just do it another time? You know, you yeah. know what I mean? You could have yeah. seen it that way, too. Yeah, you it's know, just my, so much. My, you know, my time, my, you know, my place. Yeah, it's done it that way. Yeah, but like, man, I know they want to give her the strap. I mean, I get it. Everybody loves Becky. Yeah. Becky went crop. She's so old. Becky's over. It, it is what it is. I'm not knocking Becky winning the, winning the chip because even with somebody, when I heard about Becky winning, I didn't know that it was because I didn't I didn't see it. Well, I didn't see it live. I didn't go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. So when someone told, I was like, oh yeah, I mean it's Becky. Of course, she, what you expect? She's gonna win. It's Becky. She's like over. She's. I mean, I get that. I understand. You know, some people hate him when like Hope Hogan came back when. When a belt Hogan's over, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But the issue when I saw it, it was like, y'all can't, you can't do it like that though. Like that's different. No, they got, she got Kofi. Yeah, man, she got Kofi. It was just, it's, it's, it's disrespectful. I heard Kofi can't even talk about it. I heard he's a con, it's his contract. He can't even talk about. Oh, it. I know, I know. You can see. Is that real? Name. That's a real thing. Yeah, like I think it was like in a podcast. I mean, he just like said abruptly, "Oh yeah, I lost." That's about it. Oh, so he really can't say, yeah, he can't, he's not allowed it to It hurts him it. as a character. 11 yeah. years, right? He said he kept here 11 years to take me to this. Yeah, and then you can't even, because yeah. now you can't, because now you can't even look at him, because you can't really look at him as a world championship contender. It sucks. Because no. even when he played, when he's fighting Bobby, but you know, I had really issues with Kofi as a champ anyway, but to a certain extent, because I was like, but you know, I mean, I'm that, happy that, he had a belt. Build up though, just like Bianca Belair. Yeah, that, but see, to me, Bianca. Up, yeah, I know. My issue with to me with Bianca different. Bianca was more believable as a champ. Just, she, just I just felt like she just, she just it, it was what it was. She was more believable as a champ to me. Mm-hmm. And Kofi was like it was too. And I, again, I guess for me, I'm more on the attitude type of thing, like WWE attitude. I still kind of like living that, yeah. that 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 way. And you know, the fruit pebbles and all that other stuff. It's cute and it's cool. You know what I'm saying? For the new day, but then we look at top being a champ, being the world champion. I kind of look at it differently, right? I like look at the champion. You got to take this thing serious. Like this is a, you got to have a serious demeanor. Even like the Rock, we were joking around, but he was serious though. Like the Rock was like about war. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Kofi was still about having a good time. So I guess I kind of like. That's why I don't like Nick, like Nikki Ash as a women's. Champ. I hate that. Like I hated it. Yeah, that, I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest that's, thing in the world. Yeah, I thought it was that, the dumbest thing in the world. That's superhero gimmick. And then the way how Charlotte lost that belt too. Yeah, that was terrible. Terrible. That was terrible too. Like I'm not losing Nikki, Nikki Ash. Like I'm not letting her lose it. No. Like to Ripley, yeah, because that's believable. Like yeah. I'm with that. I'm not. That's Nikki Ash. I'm not doing that. Like I know it's money in the bank. I know. Like I like her. Her. Her gimmick initially was fine. Like she couldn't win the title with her initial gimmick. They just didn't really book her right. Like I'm cool with Nikki Cross. Like I'm cool with Nikki Cross. She was cool. Yeah. She was hyper. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Cause you show fire. That's a believable gimmick. Not the Shane Helm. No, not, not the hurricane. Not the hurricane. Yeah. Not for a champion. Like my issue is not for the world champion. It's cool for like a like for men. It's cool for a, like a, I ain't like for IC. I respect the IC title really. But you know, European title. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so that's fine for European soccer. Man, well, like, you know, you know, we could go an hour, you know, hour on on just wrestling itself. So yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know, man, it's it's been it's been a lot of stuff that we talked about. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, uh, nope. Wale, for no problem. Uh, so uh, where can they, if you know, I'm gonna plug you in. Like, where can they find you, you know, with your podcast and you know uh, your info? Oh, uh, we're all well. First, the podcast, the Urban Sports Scene podcast, is pretty much on all podcast platforms. You know, iTunes, Google, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify. You name it, it's on there. Um, it's same for all Burgundy and Gold everything with the Urban Sports Scene, which is a Washington football team podcast. That's with Fox Sports Radio, thirteen forty AM and ninety six point nine FM, Hopewell, Virginia. So you can uh, search that stuff on, like you know, any podcast podcast platform and find our stuff there. Um, for the for the Urban Sports Scene show, if you want to ever hear us live, uh, we air from eight, usually eight to nine on Tuesday. P, uh, Tuesday. Uh, PM Eastern Standard Time, um, and you can listen to us there at um, www.urbansportscene.com. Um, also, um, yeah, on Twitter, you can follow me personally at Bole. That's uh, W O L E underscore U S S. Um, that's W O L E underscore U S S. And if you want to follow follow the Urban Sports Scene on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, and we also got an Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Man, so many stuff. Man, it's a lot, man. Y'all got a lot of stuff. Hey, keep plugging it, man. You know, hey, so you know, on the on the behalf of like, you know, for me and RJ, like we just want to say thank you for um, you know, for coming on and definitely much continued success with urban sports scene. Mm -hmm. And you know, definitely with you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk again. You know, we're gonna talk again later on in the mid, you know, mid season. We go we're gonna see where we are, you know, with how what we talked about. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun season, man. It's gonna be that better. With, we know, especially with fans, like you know, in the stands this year, that's gonna. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna play a, a big part, you know, for the NFL season. Yeah, it's just different team, man. Different team, different makeup. Hopefully, the fans show out too. Yeah, and just what Wale said, as far as this team can go, as far as they can go, man. That's that's the keyword. Mm-hmm. Keyword people. All mm-hmm. right, guys. So this is episode forty. Have you guys have a good night, guys. <laughs>